Shalom, shalom. You're listening to Exercising Your Faith Podcast. I am Anita Armstrong, and I am bringing you the message on today. Before we get into the message, I just want to touch bases on September is what I call Sleepy September. And I may have mentioned to you about this before. What I do in September, what I encourage all of us to do in September is to get more sleep. And this year it has been really challenging because it seems like I have a lot of projects that are coming in in September. I've been planning this since June about I'm going to just rest and just bask and sleep and just envelope myself and lots of calmness and just depress, decompress my mind and my spirit in September. And though it has been challenging and you may have been trying to embrace the sleepy September challenge as well, I have to actually schedule in naps and I schedule in sleep in mornings and things like that. It just makes me more aware of my rest focus. And so though I have been picking up a lot more projects and godly projects, God's yeses have been happening in September. You know, we have our plan, but then God, you know, has his plans also. And we adjust and adapt and go in what God is calling us to do. So that's been happening Yet I have been diligent about scheduling my sleep. So today, this morning, I slept in. It was nice. I have some things scheduled for later this afternoon, but it was so nice just to wake up when I wake up. You know, I did have to set an alarm because I felt like I could probably sleep until the noon, but I did give myself an extra three or four hours this morning of just laying in the bed and just falling in and out of sleep, and it was so nice. So I encourage you to do the same thing. Even if you have a super heavy load, just take a a few hours or take a morning or, or go to bed a little earlier or, you know, something like that just to give yourself a little bit of a rejuvenation in the month of September. Now, November, I call it nap November. I will be scheduling a whole bunch of naps, not so much sleeping in and stuff like that, but Sundays, I love to nap on Sunday and I will literally travel to a different location so that I can take a nap in November. I promise you it's on that level. I I struggle with sleep and so my mind's very, very active. So Sundays, it's like my body knows. It's like it's sleepy about 30 minutes before service is out, church service is out. I'm getting sleepy. And so I know that I'm going to eat and I'm going to take a nap. And so some Sundays I cannot do that. But in November, every single Sunday, it has to happen. Amen. So you may be like that too. And if you're not, hey, you may want to adopt those suggestions right there. It makes a world of difference. Amen. So today's message that I have for us, I'm going to be giving the message, is called Ambassadors of Heaven. Ambassadors of Heaven. And we'll be coming out of the book of Colossians. And this won't be a very long message. It's just going to be just quick, straight to the point, and out of there, right? And so that's how God told me to do it. Uh, Colossians 3, and we will be in verses 23 and 24. And many of us have heard this before. Amen. So again, we're going to be in Colossians 3 verses 23 through 24. And I will read that for you. And I'm coming out of the King James version. Verse 23 says, and whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. Verse 24 reads, knowing that of the Lord, ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance for ye serve 
the Lord Christ. Amen. And different versions break it down into an even more, um, what's the word, easy flow, easy hearing. This is more Shakespearean. We know that the King James Version has a very lovely language to it. And so Colossians 3 and 23 through 24 is basically saying that whatever work you do or whatever that you do, do it as unto the Lord. Do it as you are serving God. Do it, do it as if you are doing this for God, not whether you're working, whether you're volunteering, whether you're, you're, you're at home, whatever that you're doing, wherever that you're doing it, do it as if you're doing it for God. Not as if, but because you are doing it for God. Amen. Everything that we do, we have to have the mindset that this is for God. It totally changes my atmosphere, my mind when I'm doing something and I have a bad mood. If I quickly shift and remind myself, girl, you're doing this for God. You're doing this for God. Then my whole, like everything about me changes. Example, last Friday, I was working hard all day and a friend of mine, a close friend of mine was having a musical. Her and her husband were having a, a spiritual musical at their church and it was the 15th of September and um, I was tired and I had already said yes. They did ask me to come and minister and dance, but she asked me this like in August and I was like, no, September is my month to just, you know, do, do the bare minimum, do what I have to do. Anything extra? No, because that's my rest month. Right. And so I had already told her I was not able to come and minister, but I would come and support. I, I love to sit in the congregation and receive blessings as well in worship arts. I love to watch other ministers, you know, whether it's rap, whether it's singing, whether it's praise dance, poetry. I love to sit and watch all of that and not always be included in the program. It's a blessing to be able to sit on the other side, believe me, right? And so it takes a lot of time and effort and energy to prepare to minister in whatever you do, right? And so I said, no, no, I'm going to rest. I said this ahead of time, but I did say I was going to come and support. So part of me was saying she'll understand if i don't show up she'll understand i was tired right we're all tired she's tired you know and i know i have i've been i've been in events i've hosted events where i've invited people and literally honestly out of all the people who say they're going to come really only 15 to 20 percent will show up just being honest i don't care if it's a paid for event 15 to 20 percent will actually show up of who said they were coming, right? And so I didn't want to be part of that group that I, you know, when I'm on the other side, when I'm hosting that, I don't show up, right? She's shown up for me before. Any and every time she said she was coming, she came. So I was like, I can't not go, right? I was super tired. So I came home, I took a nap, set my alarm, woke up, was walking around like a zombie, like trying to, you know, get dressed. And I was so drugged. I felt like I was like dragging. I felt like I had just woke up from a coma or something. I was so tired because my body had fell into a sleep, but I only could sleep for like 30, 40 minutes. Those are the worst naps for me. Just 30, 40 minutes when I'm really, really tired. No, I need about three hours, <laughs> being honest. So I got up, I went, and I would say, I guess when I drove up into the parking lot, when I think back on this, when I think back on this, I wasn't tired anymore. When I, By the time I drove up into the parking lot, I walked into the church, I sat down. One of my other friends that um, she was excited about going, I had, I had invited her. So of course, you know, also I had also extended the invitation to someone else. I, you know, I could not go. 
and she's there or call her and say, no, don't go. I'm not going, you know, just terrible. Right. So anyway, by the time I sat in my seat, the first song, the, the, the service opened, all that. When I think back on it, I was fine. You wouldn't have known that I was tired before. Everyone was asking me, aren't you going to minister? Aren't you going to minister? And I said, no. I said, because when she asked me, I was tired. I just told the truth. And then I felt bad about it a little bit because in her program, she didn't have any praise dancers. And I thought she did. She had a lot of other things, so it's okay, you know. But I was like, man, you know, a praise dance would have been awesome and it would have been me. But I had to stay true to myself in all that, that I was resting. But at the same time, it was nice to sit in the congregation and and be ministered to and then allow God to fill me with his energy. I was on a negative as far as energy level, but God put me in a place where I was standing, I was singing, I was clapping. I mean, I had a great time. I had a joyful time. And we know that joy comes from the Lord, right? So I wasn't operating on fumes from man. I was totally operating on the power and the energy of God. When I look back at that whole entire night, that was all God. Because when I got off work and I walked into this 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 house, and when I laid down and I got back up, a sister was broke off. I was I was beyond exhausted. I don't even have a word for it, but I just I just pushed and I just let God carry me. And then, like the anointing oil, it carried me into His glory. I we had an amazing time. And the friend that came with me, she was like, I had so much fun. I was so glad that I, I'm gonna call it like this. I'm so glad that it that I didn't cancel on Jesus. I'm so glad that I kept my yes. I'm so glad that he kept his yes. I'm so glad that my friend decided to go forward in the yes that she gave God to have this musical because I know it was hard and challenging just to orchestrate and to get people to commit. And then while we were there, there were so many technical difficulties. I know the enemy was tap dancing all over the service, but our worship prevailed. We had singing acapella. We had rap that the music was playing and it got all messed up in the background, but the rapper kept rapping. And when he was done, he said, oh, the enemy, no, he's wrong for that, but he ain't stopped nothing. I mean, we understood we were all worshipers, worship artists, you know, but also just worshipers by, you know, in our heart, just, we were all on a court that, you know, the enemy's trying to stop it, but he didn't stop anything. And uh, uh, September the 15th, that's the beginning of a holy holiday. Look that one up, right? And so it, everything was orchestrated by God and it worked out just fine, amen. So some things that I want us to look at by being ambassadors of heaven and reflecting back on Colossians 3, 23 through 24 is that, you know, we have to honor God while we're working. We have to honor God while we are doing whatever it is that he has us doing at that moment, whether it's ministering to somebody, talking with somebody, babysitting children, you know, going to the market for somebody, um, cleaning, whatever it is that we're doing, we do it as unto the Lord, especially when it involves other people. We want to show our best selves so that God can get the glory. Amen. And so while we're honoring God, while we're working, we must begin and remember to operate in integrity. Integrity means doing the right thing when somebody's looking, when somebody's not looking. We know that God is always seeing. He's always looking. 
He's always awake. God never sleeps. Amen. I'm thankful that God never gets tired. Amen. So we have to operate in integrity. That's the first one. Number two, we, we, we have to not complain. We have to remember that complaining takes away from what we're doing. Complaining actually puts us in a negative mood. So keep the complaints inside. Work on that. Change your mindset. Like I said, just change your mindset. Don't get all caught up on the negative and just focus on the positive. Don't complain. That's number two. Number three, be honest. That's something that I picked up on years ago. Honest with love, right? If people ask me their opinion of my opinion of something, I, I always consider who I'm talking to. Some people can take your honesty, um, like I give it, just direct just raw, straight to the point. I don't have time to tap dance around it. You know, Miss Nita, if you come in to ask me, I'm going to give it to you and I'm going to give it to you as quick as possible because honestly, I have a lot of things to do, but I understand there's some people out there that are really sensitive and I have to really pause and say, okay, God, how do you want me to answer this one? Sometimes it's, I'll get back to you. You know, sometimes it's on that level. I'll get back to you because what I intended to say or what I normally would have said may have caused this person to abort the assignment or board the mission or give up just I don't want to do this anymore that's not my intent so being honest also you have to tack on love with it amen just tack on some love with it and consider the person that you're talking to about it but definitely be honest don't lie just to appease somebody's feelings because feelings will fail you amen feelings will get you messed up so be honest but do it in love amen so that's number three number four do things in excellence. Do all things in excellence. Give your very best. Even if you feel on the other end, somebody won't reciprocate that. That's all right. Because you know who we do this for? We do it to God. And we know that the reward is going to come from God. God knows our heart. God knows our abilities. So don't have step. Don't have step for me. And I won't have step for you. That's what I always, I'm not going to have step when I come through. So do your best. And if your best is at this level, that's your best. I accept it. Amen. And when I give my best, maybe my best is not at a level of expectation, but guess what? I gave my best and God's going to do the rest. Amen. So that is number four, do things in excellence, do your best. Number five, serve, add value to others. Remember, everything that we do is for somebody else. Everything that we do is for somebody else. Serve, serve, serve. Add value to others. So when you do your best, these all connect. It's like a thread through fabric. These all connect. So as you're doing your best, especially when it involves others, it adds value. I truly believe that me being present at the musical that evening added value. I'm not saying I'm all this and I'm all that, but I've been in this area for well over 20 years. And so this event was downtown and I'm not excited about going downtown, right? I'm just not. One, it's 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 about 20, 30 minute drive from my house and uh, downtown, it reminds me of my past. It's where I began and God has taken me from that. Um, nothing terrible or whatever, but going downtown, it's not a favorite. And I'm sure that also as far as having an establishment of business and ministry and blah, 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 like that's a place that was affordable. I understand. I had stuff downtown too, right? So going downtown and showing up for my friend added value. Amen. And then I brought somebody with me and then it seemed like, like 80% or 90% of the ministers in that room I had met from downtown and we've all 
um, I would say stretched out, branched out from downtown, but we all came back to that place to give honor and reverence to God. It was just an amazing, it, it, it could preach all by itself going back downtown to be in that place to minister in this musical. And it was a whole bunch of different, it was almost like a little reunion. Rappers, singers, poet, poet they call them psalmists for poetry. Uh, singers, they call them psalmists as well. Um, it was just amazing to just be back in the house under one roof with all of these different ministers. We're all older too. So I was just like, ooh wee. You know, um, 10 years maybe, eight years for some of us, I was just like, wow, we've all changed. You know, we've gotten older, so we're a little fuller, we're a little grayer, you know? And so I'm like, wow, but we're still diligent about what God, the gift that God has put in us. And we're, and we're out there moving it. And you could tell that we've improved. You could tell that we've become seasoned even. I think back to how we began and what we used to do, how we used to look and how we used to sound. Yeah, we may be a little rounder, a little grayer, but guess what? That quality that came through was amazing. Amazing. Amen. The quality that showed up was absolutely phenomenal. All right. So number five, serve and add value to others. Number six, number six, be diligent and consistent. Be diligent and consistent speaks volumes. Be diligent and consistent. Just like with us here at the podcast, regardless of how we feel, what's going on, what the money's look like, what the weather looks like, the location, doesn't matter. We are diligent and we are consistent because we're doing it unto God. I'm not doing this just to please um, Minister Terrell. She's not doing this to please me. We're doing this together to please and honor God and what he said that he wants us to do. This is our assignment. And so we do it excellently, the best that we can. And you can even tell from the first and the third and even the 10th, the 100th episode up until now, things have changed quite a bit on the episodes and the podcast, but guess what? We're getting better and better each and every time. We're able to overcome distractions and noise and this and this and that each and every time. Believe me, we've had some doozies, amen? So that's number six, be diligent and consistent. The last one I want to share with you today is pray for those you work with, amen? Pray for them. If you're downtown volunteering, if you're uptown volunteering, whatever that you're doing, pray for those that you're working with. Pray for those that labor beside you. Pray for those in other countries. Ministry is not easy. Whoever said it was, they, they, I don't know if, if they were in a, in a ministry where they didn't have to do much, but I promise you, just ministry is challenging. It's stretching. And it's in ministry, when we're in ministry, we're also being ministered to, and we're also learning as we go. God is constantly ministering to us so that we can minister to others. Amen. So pray for those that you work with. Pray that they're listening to God. Pray that they're in, 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 a, in the right position. Pray that they're in the right mind frame. Pray that they're doing this because this is what God called them to do, not because this is something that they want to do. Because when you put your hands and plans on it and God didn't have anything to do with it, it will expire. And it, and it may not even be effective. I've even had projects where I'm like, oh man, this is good. This is good work, right? This is good work. Got out there. It's a great idea. And guess what? Fell flop. Did I pray about it? Did I? Did God tell me to do this? Did God give me the okay? I ran out of resources. Was I even supposed to be doing this? Amen. I've done that before. I've been in a position where I go out on ministry. God said yes. And I didn't have resources. And guess what? People showed up with the resources. 
Amen. I've gone out there with nothing. And God has, when I got there, God had everything there waiting for me. There's a big difference. Amen. So be, be in prayer for those that you work with, that they're listening and that they're falling in line and that they are walking that victorious path, which is the God's path, God's will for us path. Amen. God's way. Amen. All right. So that's what I have for you today. Ambassadors of heaven, continue to take down the giants, get out there, be great, do it God's way and do things in excellence and do it unto him. Any and everything that you do, even when you're driving. Okay. We talk about road rage, people out there getting upset and mad and all this stuff. Huh? Pause, pause before you react, respond God's way. Hey, Maybe they had a, maybe they had an emergency. Maybe, maybe they didn't even see you. Maybe this, maybe that. Just move out of the way, pray for them and let them go on about their way. Everybody be safe. You be safe and everybody just fall back in line with God's peace. Don't complain. Just do it like Nike, right? Amen. All right. You all be blessed. We will come back again before you real soon. God willing. We love you. Continue to take down those giants. Shalom.